Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Adam. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good, good. I've got Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. I want to know if Adam would ever respond in a different way. Like, if alligators were eating his brain, he would still be like, good, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, there's a special word for people, or there should be a special word for people who actually tell you how they are. What is that? Well, I don't know. Or are you we know, not, you know, you know, you know, greet someone and say, hello, you're right. And they say, yeah. But if they say, well, actually, no. Oh, I'm right. having a day, actually. Yeah, those people are the worst kind of people. And they're sociopaths, right? <laughs> they're definitely not New Yorkers. No. <laughs> uh, and finally, we've got Emma. You're right? Yes. Good, good, good. Right. So we <laughs> I'm sorry, is that finally who we have? Wait, wait, wait. You're not actually telling us how you are, are you? No, I'm just a little bit disappointed in the word finally. Uh, yeah, I think that's what we all jumped in on. Emma. Yeah, finally we have Emma. Yeah, Emily, Emma, finally we have Emma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's not getting it, is he? No. no, no, I think we're all doing this Rocky Horror thing of like, Brad, Janet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's my second meeting you know, my second meeting people... in less than 50 seconds right let's count all the people on the podcast for our fingers <laughs> thank you sorry okay roll Adam well, Adam could you take could you call um, the roll here um, no I'm too disappointed <laughs> oh, no. okay I've got a guest sat with me and of all the there people to forget I've got my daughter dinner. sat with me so yeah of all the people to forget um <laughs> you're in trouble Literally touching you. That's how close. Well, shoulder to shoulder. Not, not in the Cornish way. <laughs> By the way, shoulder to shoulder, that is another musical reference. We are on a roll. I will have a singing song time by the end of this podcast. Um, okay, so... Uh... We're going to be talking about the Champions League this week. We're going to be talking about Premier League, bits and bobs of um, other news as well. So we'll start on Tuesday night in the Champions League. Uh, Group D, Atalanta nil, Liverpool 5. Uh, Diogo Jota with three goals after a uh, hat-trick after Bobby Firmino was dropped. Uh, his sixth goal in four games. Um, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane also scored as well. This was supposed to be a tricky game, wasn't it? Who saw this or highlights of this at all? Yeah, you know what this tells me, What's Chris? That? I mean, you don't need Virgil van Dijk at all, right? Gave you nothing. Added nothing to the team. I Unmissed. Saw the, I saw the scoreline, felt physically sick, and then decided not to do anything about it. <laughs> I was just thoroughly disappointed in Atalanta. I thought they were better than that. They'll probably get us in the return league. Good. They better. <laughs> there were some lovely goals in this one. Diego Jota's uh, first goal with the three ball from 
Trent Alexander-Arnold. Trent Alexander-Arnold, who is now doing a weekly Instagram show with Andy Robertson called Wingmen, uh, which is definitely worth... Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, out, yeah, not as good as uh, Hector Bellerin. Just when you're like... Weekly podcast. Like, I have to try and find reasons to sort of tolerate Trent Alexander-Arnold. So I kind of go, if he plays for England, he's, he's got a double-barreled name. I'm all about people with a double-barreled name. <laughs> Me too. But now he's decided to associate himself with Andy Robertson. Well, his double-barreled names he, are also he, can be used as first names as well, like yours. Exactly. He, we are literally as close to brethren as it should be possible to get. You're the same age. From, think, right, uh, yeah, about tw- 20, he's 23 as well. Yeah. I'm a little bit older than him, probably. I think he's only like 21. Um, but if you're going to associate with Andy Robertson, then the the best thing about being a right-back is that you le- literally get to be as physically as far away <laughs> from Andy Robertson at any one point on the pitch as there is to be. I mean, it's full of banter. You'd love it. Oh, oh. I bet it is. <laughs> Does he I just... Think... The only thing that would be appropriate is if he pours water over his head and then starts talking about how he looks like a drowned rat. Who? Andy Robertson. <laughs> working class hero. He said so himself. Yeah, and uh, no one who's called themselves a working class hero has <laughs> ever turned out to be a bad guy. <laughs> I, I believe one of them just declared themselves president of the United <laughs> States again. <laughs> For like the fourth time today. <laughs> um, so, Jesse, have you seen the highlights from this one, have you? I watched this match and I remembered four seconds of it okay do you remember Jota's second goal where he sort of takes it down his left foot and spanks it with his right or do you remember Mo Salah I would have phrased it a little differently but yes I do remember I remember Mo Salah got a haircut he's had that a few weeks do you remember him running from the halfway line and scoring that was a very good goal wasn't it he's very good he's good Chris yes (laughs) Emma did you see any of this no moral reasons okay Reese Williams and Curtis Jones started. Um, they both did very Imagine well. Imagine if there was a draft that made you have to watch Liverpool games. <laughs> I'd get a note from my doctor. She'd be in that jail that ostensibly yeah. is in the Phillies uh, stadium. I, I, all, of sudden, all, of sudden, all of a sudden, we're going to have ankle spurs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you guys, we're not talking about spurs until later. They just played this afternoon. Okay. Uh, yeah, Reese Williams started. Curtis Jones started as well. Um, Liverpool very comfortable in this. Alisson had to make one save down to his right, and Duvan Zapata hit the post as well. Um, no goals conceded. I'm very happy with that more than the five goals scored, I think. I think that's important. Well, again, what does this say about the necessity of Virgil van Dijk? if you can keep a clean sheet without your supposed best defender in the land. Don't need him. Might as well just let him go in a Bosman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, also in the other uh, game in um, Group D, it was uh, Michelin 1, IX 2. Uh, it was uh, De Santo, Anthony De Santos that opened the scoring and then Drea equalised for Michelin. Um, James Richardson on the goal show said that if he was German, he'd be called Hair Drea. Uh, and then uh, Dusan Tadic with the um, with the winner. Um, the Dusan Tadic goal was fantastic. Has anyone seen this one? This was an indirect free kick from six yards out. I didn't know they still did those. Yeah, the uh, goalkeeper picked up a back pass, so it was fabulous. Everybody on the wall, um, and it was that sort of game of chess where they sort of go to run to the ball to, to, to sort of shoot, and then the defence breaks and all this sort of thing, and then the ball was tapped to Tadic, who smashes it. What do you mean? It. Everyone was on the wall, was it? Like everyone was on the like line. Sorry. sorry, everyone was on the, the. Everyone in the wall was on the line. Sorry, as it were. 
is this is this the match where they had somebody <clears throat> lying down? There's a few Every of those this week. I do that, I yeah. get so nervous. No, there's a few of those this week. Although, if a free kick, if the wall should be ten yards behind the free kick, and this free kick was six yards out, should the wall have not been four yards behind the goal? In an indirect that way, though, isn't there? Isn't it? Oh, I never know what I'm, these. This is, a new an, this is literally an intentionally stupid question, and I'm not rising <laughs> to debate. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, did anyone see the um, the goals from this or the highlights from this? I saw the highlights. We don't need to. Yeah. You painted a word picture for us. <laughs> I thought I did it very well, yeah. Uh, okay, so what did you reckon, Jesse? You saw the highlights of this. You don't remember it? Yeah. Do no, I do. I remember thinking, oh, wow, this really happens. I wonder how angry at themselves goalies are when they pick up those back passes. And also, it makes me nervous when somebody lies down under a wall. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Liverpool top the group on nine points. Uh, Ajax and Atalanta are on four points each, and then uh, Michelin on null point. Um, also on Tuesday night in Group C, Manchester City three, Olympiacos nil. Uh, it was Farron Torres with the um, first goal, the lovely little one-two with Kevin De Bruyne, then Gabi Jesus, and then Yao Cancelo with the um, the last goal. Uh, it was fairly easy, bit laboured, I thought, but the first goal came on twelve minutes, and then Jesus' second goal didn't come till the eighty-first minute. So. Fairly comfortable. Olympiacos didn't offer much, even with Valbuena. Um, but it was fairly pedestrian without being spectacular, I think, for City. Who saw any of this one? I try not to watch City if I don't have to. No. Adam and Emma? We, I think I've made my position on Group Stage Champions League games abundantly clear now. You may have made it abundantly clear, but could you not sort of clear a little time in your diary to watch it knowing you're coming on a podcast? <laughs> I feel that we get more content out of me telling you how I feel about the group stages of the Champions <laughs> League than we do if I watch the game and could tell you about the goals. This is what I have to put with every week. I'm I know, watch this though. Makes you feel sorry Here. for me. Yeah, see? Here's yeah, one. Sorry. Adam, <laughs> Adam, if you had to choose between the works of Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber or Stephen Sondheim, how would you go about doing that? Oh, well, you've caught me off guard there because it's only know who one of those people are. <laughs> Stephen Sondheim, right? If you're not choosing Sondheim, then, then oh, I'm gonna we be... can't be friends. And do you not know who Stephen Sondheim is? Oh, I don't yeah, know. Adam. Who is he? Oh, oh, oh. Tell me, and I might know. But I don't Adam Scott him. Allen. He is the foremost composer of the 20th century. Adam, he wrote you such mentioned works that him. That wasn't, as that, Into I'm, the I'm Woods sure. and Company. And follies, and many, many more. And you've not heard of him, Adam? Oh no! I mean, I've not heard of him, so. <laughs> no, neither. And neither's your neither's your dad as well. But what he's doing is <laughs> throwing me under the bus right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That bus is going to spend its entire journey playing the complete works of Stephen Sondheim. Why reversing backwards and forwards over Adam's body. (laughs) Us 23-year-olds don't recognise that. Have you seen seen Marriage Story? You know I have as well. Right, you know at the end where Adam Driver sings the song? Yeah. That's Stephen Sondheim. Ah, sure, but you don't need to know all of the composers. No, but you do. (laughs) This is a football podcast. Right, I have to bring this back to football. Because otherwise we'll get told off by Ross. Um, it's the third time City scored three in the Champions League in three weeks. Um, and it's their third consecutive clean sheet for them as well. So um, without being particularly spectacular, they've done enough. Emma, have you seen any of these goals? No. Excellent. I 
I also am an objector to the group stages of the Champions League. <laughs> Brilliant. I, if anything, Emma's more of an aggressive objector to it because her team actually features in the group stages. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I mean... I have seen the highlights of my team this week. I would suggest that given her team's performance in the knockout stage last year, that watching them in the group stage is probably the best time to see them. I'm, I'm in right, the Your team did so much better, didn't they? Drama. Yeah. Uh, okay, also in that group, Porto 3, Marseille 0. Um, Marseille were absolutely dreadful in this. Um, and a very strange and hairy Dimitri Payet managed to miss a penalty when the score was 1-0 as well. They, but they were, honestly, they were absolutely abysmal. Um, City top on 9. I know po- something about that game. Oh, gone. Yes. Vias <laughs> um, Boas said and his after that they were shit. But he was okay with it because at least they qualified to be shit in the Champions League. So they were going to be shit in the Champions League because they qualified to be shit in it. He earned the right to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point, isn't it? That is essentially like whenever any team is rubbish and like you're not allowed to get take crap from West Brom fans for for losing in the Champions League. That's just not allowed. And to be fair, Marseille are only in there buying a logarithm anyway because their the league on season was cancelled. So they're not hey, even earned hey, the right to be there. Don't take his achievement. Hold on. Him. So what you're actually saying is that what Andrew Smith was saying was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't earned the right to be shit in the Champions League. No, they're not and even this is that. what happens. <laughs> exactly. I have two useless thoughts about this match. Okay. You're welcome in advance. <clears throat> One is that Andre Vichas Boas is the Paul Rudd of managers in that he does not age. True. And the other is that Marseille's women's team, like, is Man City. They consistently win. They are just, like, un- annoyingly unbeatable. And their men's team suck. Are you confusing them with Leon? Oh, L. I am. Yeah. All French things are the same. Oh, come on. But let's, go back to, let's go back to Paul Rudd. <laughs> I lived okay. there for 10 years. I love them. I've never <laughs> been there. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> it's like all on the way to me. But yeah, Paul yeah. Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A-lister or B-lister? A. No, he is 100% an A-lister. Is he an A-lister, And, I, you know what? Though, and I don't even... You cannot, until you get back to Sondheim, I'm not even allowing you to have this conversation. He's an, no. A-lister. He's an A-lister because he's got the Marvel monies. Mm. No, and... He does Marvel and he does independent films and he does comedy and he, he just like can and does do it all. Um, in Group A, it's Locomotive 1, <laughs> Atletico Madrid 1. Um, did, did you go to Group A because you think he's an A-lister, Chris? Is that why? Uh, it was next on my form. But but also, uh, yes. I don't think he is. I don't think he is an A-lister. I, don't I think, think we're, if we're honest with each ourselves, we have to accept that there's only so many A-listers and Paul Rudd is, a, is not an A-list. You can't, let everyone, you can't let everyone be an A-lister, otherwise it loses the value of being A-list. Okay. No. What do you mean no? Are you Come on. Googling is Paul Rudd an A-lister? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it will say and it will upset you. Uh, yeah, Locomotive 1, Atletico Madrid 1. Um, the only thing I've written down here is Luis Suarez's yellow card. Who's seen that? I have. You know what? I'm gonna have to leave. This is just not going my way. You looked so Still offended. Shirt. I am very offended. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm gonna have to ask you to just elbow your dad a little, little bit, just because you're the only one close enough. Thank you. Yeah, that's you're it. welcome. I'm harder, sorry. Harder. But Atletico Madrid, who has, who is basically Atletico baby Uruguay, 
I'm not allowing anyone to talk about Toro. No. no. Emma, what now, happened in the yellow carpet forest? We had two goals from Toreira and Jimenez. He got booked because he went to look at the VAR screen. He stood too close to the referee, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Rules are rules. He, he, he just over his stands and look at the screen. Yeah. Have you seen it? Wow. Yeah. Of course I haven't. It was in the group stages of the challenge. <laughs> no, I know, but it, it was a little vine that was doing the rounds I'm on Twitter. I'm a false equivalence here that I don't even care it doesn't make sense. If Kuna Guero doesn't get booked for not even standing too close, but effing touching the lineswoman, then Luis Suarez standing too close to a machine. Incorrect. Rules oh, and rules. Right. Can you tell which one's the Argentinian and which one's the Uruguayan in that sense? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, as players are supposed to stand on the touchline and um, sort of watch the referee look at the monitor, Luis Suarez went a bit further and actually sort of went out of the field of play and stood next to the referee and watched it with him. And the referee oh, he did nothing that. wrong. He's just got no sense of humour. Rules are rules. I, love I, don't, think, I don't think Luis Suarez has a sense of humour. I don't think he <gasps> How dare you? You've clearly <laughs> never seen his, his Uruguayan commercials where he pretends to be a businessman. You've they are never seen his tattoos. a hoot. Does he do commercials where he pretends also not that. to be racist either? Okay, that's a whole other story. We've had this conversation. I'm happy to talk to you. It will take about four hours and a deep dive into linguistics of South America. Uh, okay, also in Group A, Strasbourg. Uh, RB um, Salzburg 2, uh, Bayern Munich 6. Um, this is quite an entertaining game, actually. It was 2-2 until the 79th minute. Um, Salzburg took the lead, and they also managed to bring it back to 2-2. It was very open before... Um, uh, goals from Lewandowski, but times two, uh, Christensen, Boateng, Sane, and finally uh, Lucas Hernandez sort of pushed Bayern Munich over the line. Um, it was <laughs> pushed them over the line at five two. Six two. No, it, it was very tight. Yeah, he, <clears throat> for him to score the last goal, it was five two. So they thank were God. already over the line. <laughs> thank God we got that. Thank God we got that sixth goal. <laughs> It was what, a... would, what would we have done by with that? We were only leading by three goals. It's a very you guys, the goals are like electoral votes. Okay, <laughs> this is like a popular goal, electoral goal kind of situation. Oh, uh, what you're saying that if, if 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 they scored a Florida goal, that it would have been yeah, worth exactly. more. Exactly, they needed that Nevada goal to just push them over the edge. <laughs> this podcast is really going to kill in Pennsylvania. Let me tell you. <laughs> Can I just butt in here one second? Um, you that, can butt it all the time. Why that haven't you just rules are rules so often. Like at <laughs> home as well. He literally, if I do something wrong or something like that, he literally just rules are rules and just like shut up. Because <laughs> they are. Just, That's the same response so we much. have. <laughs> we also tell him to shut up. <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't your first words. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> a bit of both. Um, use that whatever, whatever app he has to just start putting like creepy faces on the Liverpool players. It was like, they've all got creepy faces anyway. It was quite a close game. I mean, it's it, um, one nil. Uh, Bayern Munich almost had a penalty, but VAR overruled it, say it wasn't as well. Um, it was two one. You know what playing to the players? Hmm? Rules are rules. Rules that are rules bar. indeed. Exactly. So, although it was 6-2, I think the game was probably closer than what the score uh, scoreline does suggest. Yeah. Just, you know despite when, the, when... Despite the penalty that Bayern Munich didn't get, that would have made it 70. <laughs> yeah. When... You're, really, you're really selling it to me that Salzburg had a chance in this game. <laughs> when 
when Barcelona lost 8-2 to Bayern Munich, it was a lot closer than I the, tell you what, the, this the game, score said. This game was a lot closer than um, the Barcelona's game. Uh, Robert Lewandowski, I think Brazil yeah, is actually selling shirts at day. 7-2, it was very close. <laughs> it was uh, Robert, literally two goals closer. Robert Lewandowski um, with his uh, 70th goals in the Champions League, one behind who in third place? Neymar. No. Suarez. No. Ronaldo. No. Same shirt number. Excellent. That narrows it down. The Same shirt number. Same shirt number nine. Ronaldo. Excellent. Oh, which Ronaldo do you mean? The, the only one that matters. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, no. Okay. I was thinking of the other one. So you, you know that we don't talk about the other one. The rapist. I know. I know. We don't talk about him. It was Raul. Oh, not playing now then. No, oh, not playing now. Either. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. So Bayern on top on that group on nine points. Atletico Madrid four, Lokomotiv Moscow two, and RB Salzburg one. Uh, in Group B, it was Shakhtar Donetsk nil, Borussia Mönchengladbach six, uh, and then Real Madrid three into two. Did anyone see the highlights of this at all? No, moral reasons. <laughs> so Real Madrid going to a um, a two 0 lead uh, goal from um, Benzema from a Hakimi back pass, which would have made a very awkward halftime conversation with Conte. Uh, and then a lovely header by uh, Sergio Ramos from a corner with doing his best Tormund giant Spain impression. Uh, yeah, he scored his hundredth goal. He did, yeah, his hundredth goal. Uh, and then Inter pulled a couple back through. Um, Martinez with a lovely flick on beforehand from Barella and then Perisic and uh, finally Rodrigo with a smart finish from the edge of the area after a lovely little cross by Benzema's best friend Vinicius Junior. Um, Real Madrid have conceded two or more goals in five consecutive Champions League games but do we still think they're going to win it at the end of the season like Madrid going to Madrid? No because no. they're not good enough. No? Yeah. Okay. Um Conte doesn't really do Europe either, does he? With any of the teams he's ever really been with, and they're top, they're bottom of the table. Uh, just a question: Where did Conte's Inter get to last season in the Europe? They got to the final, didn't they? The Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> but did they win it? <sighs> no, no. So you're right. Only one team was ever any good. <laughs> I so, think we know that's how it works. Every time I think about Conte in Europe, I just think about his Juventus team on a very snowy Galatasaray pitch getting beaten. That's probably my sort of overarching image of it all. So probably sort of wrong by me. But See, when I think about him, I just think about his hair transplant. Did he have hair transplants too? Hell Come yeah, on, Jesse. Come on. I, was... I mean, Jesse, how do have we... you been? Of course he has. Yeah, that explains Bro, this so much. Is, this is worse than me not knowing about that composer. No, nothing is worse than that. <laughs> yeah, because you can literally see Conte's hair. I'm sorry, I have to Google this. I'm, yeah, I'm now do. going over... I'm like not even going to election results. This is the first time I'm Googling non-election results related things. <laughs> I'll keep you covered Jesse, for election Jesse, stuff. Don't Jesse, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Jesse, yeah. I've got some terrible news for you about Wade Rooney later. <laughs> the only one I know about. Can I Google which players had hair transplants? Am I going to get a long list? David uh, Silver as well. What? Oh, 100%. Graham Gooch. <laughs> Shane Warne. Michael Vaughan. Are we going to get cancelled? 
Listen, if we possibly, have Ross listens to this. Won't do it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, oh. Borussia Mönchengladbach at top of that group on five points, then Shakhtar on four, uh, as Real Madrid and Inter bottom on two. In Group B, so we're on to Wednesday's games. Istanbul, Besiktas two, Manchester United one. Um, that first goal from Denver Bar. Who's seen? Oh, I saw this one. I saw this one, but I can't talk to you right now. I'm googling something really I got important. You. Thank you. Has anyone seen the goals from this game, or am I sort of talking yeah. to a wall again? Yeah. That's 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 international embarrassment right there. <laughs> you must have seen the photo, Adam. Have you seen the photo, Adam, of the um, Manchester United team when Bar <gasps> scores his first goal? <laughs> <laughs> we both know this isn't about. I have to right get rid now. of my background. <laughs> I mean, keep talking about about how they should have started Cavani earlier. That's fine. Yeah. So all ten outfield players of Manchester United were sort of around the twenty-five yard box, attacking a corner. Um, and Denver Bar was stood in the in the centre circle on his own, and then the ball comes to a Bissakashir defender who just wallops it straight to Denver Bar, uh, who goes down and scores. Have you seen this, Adam? I'm literally looking at the picture now. It's pretty um, indefensible, isn't it? Does does, so, does someone need to tell Aaron Wambasaka that you can't play offside in your own in your, in your own <laughs> uh, Paul in their own house? Paul, the history of this parish, now the uh, sort of Manchester United um, Rantcast podcast, he says that um, he feels sort of personally let down by Denver Bar after singing about him and the terraces for six years in such positive ways. <laughs> well, sorry, what? The, but when something like this happens, what's Denver Bar supposed to do? <laughs> Just be like... He wants to be oh, sung no, about guys, in the script, end. Sorry, guys, there was a glitch in the Matrix. You're... <laughs> the dear viewers of this podcast, of sudden... you cannot see, but Jesse's in complete and utter <laughs> shock. <laughs> I just have to say, David Silva's is not bad because he actually looked okay bald, well done, and then, like, also well done. But Kante. <laughs> uh, and the defender wasn't much better for the second goal. Um, so when the... the uh... Who was it that scored? It was Visca that scored. When he struck his shot from the right-hand edge of the penalty area, he was on his own um, with three Manchester United defenders on the left-hand side of the penalty area. So it was all pretty appalling. Um, Manchester United started with Henderson in goal, which was quite interesting. No David De Gea? Yeah, because apparently he just announced he's having a baby. He is? I mean, his wife is having a baby. Okay. <laughs> oh, fair yeah. Okay, I didn't see that one. Okay. Um, so, so, the, so the world has come so far now, but not not only do we just like have to be like, no, these men will, these men will, I don't care if they're about to give birth, these men will play the games. So now they get a day off because they've announced that they're pregnant. I mean, maybe he wanted to, I don't know. Don't Celebrate. make me defend De Gea, that's rude. Maybe it's <laughs> because of a, a coronavirus thing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe well, so, give the benefit of the doubt. I'm guessing pregnant so, women. So now De Gea's out for the like next nine months. <laughs> no, but maybe, but Emma's right. Maybe he needed to be tested. Maybe like if he needed to go to her again. I hate that you're making us defend De Gea. It is very no. unacceptable. But if he needed to go to her, or he wanted to go to her, um, her ultrasound. Um, Dimitar well, that Berbatov. Should, that shouldn't be allowed. Is oh, yeah. that why he had the vampiric? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like daylight has been letting upon magic for Jesse and hair. I feel um, like I've just blown Jeff, your mind. Jesse's just learned about hair transplants. <laughs> uh, Luke Shaw and Bruno Fernandez also went close. I'm afraid to ask what else you guys know because I'm I'm just like I oh, want to know. We know so much. 
<laughs> That's what we need to do a podcast on. It's what just we like... know that Jesse doesn't. <laughs> yes. Uh, Luke Shaw also went close on the edge of the area, and Bruno Fernandez um, nearly scored from a free kick, which the keeper tipped over. So uh, United and RB Leipzig are top on six points because RB Leipzig beat PSG two one. Um, they went behind uh, thanks to Angel uh, Angel Di Maria, who then went and missed a penalty. Um, PSG finished with nine men as Idris Gay Everton legend and uh, Kim Pembe uh, both got sent off um, and they went down 2-1 in a pretty appalling display. Has anyone seen the highlights from this? No, I mean, do we need to say it for every match? Or ah! shall, we just un- <laughs> shall we just appoint a spokesperson and just... <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so Manchester United is top on six points with RB Leipzig, PSG on three as are Istanbul Basakashir. Um, Always good to repeat that. Yeah. Um, PSG, I get the feeling that when you go beyond their sort of top players that maybe are either out or suspended, then once you get by those sort of top sort of four or five Galacticos or Le Galactique, as you would probably say. Um, we would probably say that. That's correct. You're sort of scraping the barrel a little bit. I mean, you had Danilo and Kimpembe who are, they're no great shakes in defence either. I've yet to be convinced by Kimpembe. Um, and they had Sarabia up front as well. And once you get beyond the top few players, you're struggling to get a decent top European team there. Remind me how they did last season. Well, they got to the final, but they had their players. <laughs> getting to, we've, we've established that, but getting to the final <laughs> actually proves nothing. But they got to the final with those top players. But what I'm saying is, is if they lose those players for any considerable length of time, then... Like but every they, team in the world, if they, they lose, they if they lose their four money. best players, no. Okay, be can anyone think of a, a, another team where if you lost, okay, so who are their best players? The best players: Neymar, Mbappe, Di Maria, um, Marquinhos. Uh, Icardi can't get in the team at the moment. Uh, when he was fit, he couldn't get in the team. So you take those top four players away. Is there a greater disparity with any other team you can think of between their four best players and the rest? Is what I'm trying to sort of. Get her. FC Barcelona. That's one yeah, player. I was, no, I was going to say, like, I think that we've talked about this before, that they, City in a different way, but and Barcelona and these teams that are sort of, like, very well-funded, um, holding grounds almost for, like, star players, but then don't know what to do with them, tend to have a glut. Um, and then when those players age or they shed players you know they've never really found their playing style um they have they spend more money on star power than they spend on you know building homegrown talent or finding you know what works for them and then they're left with this like sort of crisis every couple years and that's what's gonna happen like that makes sense you can't have a shit ton of money damn it sorry (laughs) um and expect that that's gonna paper over all of these cracks like i I think the problem with with psg is that they don't have a shit ton of money you said it they spent the shit ton of money already yeah and they bought neymar and then they had to be like oh shit now we can't buy that midfield that we need (laughs) right Right, and also we didn't shore up that midfield with players who actually, like, came up yeah. through our system. And what did we but do I, with Mbappe? And, like, where did we go wrong here? Well, what the hell I'd, I'd, I'd argue, Chris, that if you, took, if you took Aguero, Sterling, De Bruyne, and 
uh, Laporte out of Man City, they'd be pretty poor. You reckon that's the same sort of equivalency, do you? Well, you I think the they're, probably, they're probably some Liverpool. of their four best players. Okay. If you take the front three away from Liverpool and then Van Dijk or Allison or whoever you want, they're not great either, are they? I think a lot of teams struggle if you took away their four best players. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took away Firmini and we replaced him with Diego Jota. Yeah, okay. So you've got Diego Jota, but you've also got... Then who have you got playing alongside him? Shakiri and some chump. <laughs> some competition winner by the name of Jordan Henderson <laughs> um, okay um, right group E then is Chelsea 3 Ren 0 um, Timo Werner with 2 and then Tammy Abraham with a lovely little goal at the end after with a cross from Rhys James um, a rather unlucky handball here so the shot deflected from uh, Chagas Estevo's, uh, Estevar's um, body onto his uh, onto his hand. Not only was that given as a penalty after the referee looked at Varby, he was then sent off as well. Um, so Ren were down to 10 men uh, and it was all got quite pedestrian from there. Um, look, great little game in Sevilla. Uh, Seville 3, Krasnodar 2. Krasnodar were 2-0 up. Julian Lopetegui made two first half substitutions um, and Sevilla went down to 10 men as Jesus Navas was sent off at the end of the first half for a professional foul. Uh, but Lopetegui, the tactical genius, brought it back round. They scored three second-half goals. Um, and Enesri scored two goals in three minutes after coming on as a sub. Uh, what have they been saying about this in Spain, Emma? That he's a tactical genius. Really? No, that they, that they, <laughs> that, they covered re- really well. When are you going to realise that the, the, the papers are based in Madrid or they're based in Barcelona? <laughs> and they yeah. don't talk about Sevilla. <laughs> Barcelona played on the same day as Sevilla. They're not getting much coverage. Right? <laughs> okay. They did really well to come back. Especially when they were down to 10 men. Yeah, plucky little Sevilla, the engine that could. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did very well. They ended up, um, it was sort of all hands on deck at the end. Campos was playing right back and bits and bobs like that at the end. So Chelsea top on seven points uh, with Sevilla also on seven. Uh, Krasadar and then Ren on one point each. Group G, Emma. Um, Barcelona two, Dinamo Kiev one. Um, two things from this goals from uh, Messi uh, and PK um, for Kia Paul one back two things from this we sort of spoke about earlier on sort of um, on WhatsApp which is the Messi clip of him running at the end or not running uh, and to Stegen's tips of his toes kept you in this didn't he yes yes we should talk about that clip like it was from the last minute of injury time oh was it we need a bit of context here well, well, I people annoyed he that he didn't sprint back. after something. Yeah. It was from the last minute of injury time. So I don't begrudge him that. And then I've also, you know, there's a there's a, a clip of him in like the 50th minute chasing back into his own half to kick somebody. So you say he's I a think, thug? Yeah. Well, he's Argentinian. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. It's from those mean streets. <laughs> El Loco. <laughs> um, Everything that he does is just so hyper scrutinized. Yeah, yeah, and anybody who's taking that particular incident out of context probably shouldn't be talking about football. Yeah, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> they should probably be talking about musicals. They shouldn't so. even be hosting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but if they did, Lord... I bet if they did and they were slamming Messi, I bet they'd be doing it wearing a Brazil shirt. <laughs> Yeah, look at you, hater. <laughs> H eight is that H eight T E R? Is it? <laughs> so but thank how... God for Der Stegen. Yes, 
It was two or three times that Kiev were three one on one, weren't they? Yeah, he made a, an amazing save. Um, and but the Kiev goalkeeper also played pretty damn well. Yeah, I thought PK looked a bit sort of slow and leggy against the um, attackers of Kiev. Was that fair? Is that fairer uh, than saying Messi doesn't run around? To be fair to PK, he was also trying to play as number nine as well as playing defence at the same time. He was in the Sergio Roberto role. How no, no, no. Uh, that's the Gerard Piquet role. Okay. It's very much how he interprets the centre-half position. <laughs> um, and has long been the situation that when Carlos Poyo isn't alongside him telling him to fucking concentrate, I believe is the quote, <laughs> he just does what he wants. Yeah. Um, nice cross by Ansi Fatty for Piquet's goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, isn't he amazing? He is lovely, isn't he? He was 18 this week, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He can now drink and vote (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay also in group G it was Frank Boris 1 Juventus 4 Paolo Dybala twice took advantage from some horrendous goalkeeping errors Uh, so Barcelona on top of 9 points and Juve 6 Kiev and Frank Boris on 1 and finally group F uh, Zenit Petersburg 1 Lazio 1 and Brugge 0 Dortmund 3 2 goals from Haaland Um, and has anyone heard the interview afterwards with yeah, the, the like girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. So, for what? anyone not aware of this, um, early I keep nearly saying Alfie Inger, but that's obviously not him. Uh, Erling Haaland is being interviewed after the game, and the uh, interviewer asks him if he's sleeping alone tonight. Yeah, it was like gross. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty creepy. Why would why would somebody ask him that? I don't know. To be fair, he looked very uncomfortable as well answering it as well. So, I mean. That is his go-to look when he's answering any question. Yeah, it's like very... But I think like it, it was like a very, very gross and clearly unacceptable thing. But it was even worse that like no one... There were other people there, like other... Was it a man or a woman who asked man. that question? No, it was a dude. Adam. <laughs> really? Would it have been better if it was a woman? No, because she... No. R.I.P. her yeah, mentions. Yeah. Um... But a woman wouldn't even have done that. But like none of the other men around exactly. him were like stepped in to be like, I, it really? Was... And also like that's a child, and also not appropriate. Like everybody was just like, sure, ask this kid that disgusting. Question. Well, it was either that, or maybe people just couldn't believe what they were hearing and they were quite stunned. I don't know. I don't know. I thought he like obviously he could have said, you know, inappropriate. Don't ask me that. But that's hard to do. So I thought he handled it pretty well yeah okay. i didn't i didn't realize tmz got accreditation to this it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a dormant top with six points lazio five club brew four and zenith St. petersburg one and that is the champions league uh bits and bobs of news england squad announced today phil foden back but no mason greenwood uh although i don't really think he's been playing very much has he to justify his callback i think that's a f- purely a form thing and nothing to do with yeah I think deserve anything else. Okay, uh, Mansfield defender Joe Riley spoke on the BBC uh, about his uh, him and his wife's baby being born asleep two years ago, which is quite a very touching article to read if anyone wants to hunt that one out. Uh, Roy Keane has criticised Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Um, in his post-match interview the other day, Aubameyang called the Arsenal manager, called him Mikel, um, rather than sort of boss or something like that. Uh, during his post-match interview, Keane said, quote, unquote, he's the manager, the boss, the gaffer. That's respect, not Mikel. He's not his mate. Um, 
Each time I see Roy Keane on the TV or on Twitter, I, I understand more why he's not a manager anymore. <laughs> Does someone <laughs> want to tell him that it's not 1993 and <laughs> times have changed? Yeah. Exactly. And did he ask Mikel, Senor Arteta, like what his preference? Like maybe Mikel yeah, was maybe like... he's asked them to call him. Yeah. Well, Arteta said in his pre-match uh, conference yesterday, talking about the Europa League game, he, he was asked about this and he said, I really don't care. You know, I'm quite happy being called Mikel. There you go. So what's the problem? Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, I, think, I, think, I think I agree with Roy. Why? You don't, what do you call your line manager at work? Do you call them their first name? Or I do don't call, call them boss? Sir. Do you call him sir? Do you call him boss, do you, or manager? No, but, um, I don't know. What... <clears throat> I suppose Mikel isn't a nickname as it is, it's just his name. His name, yeah. And if, if, he, if he came into the changing room and said, okay, team, I'm Mik- like, feel free to call me Mikel. I'm going to call you, you know, tree man, and I'm going to call you small... Right. Okay. I I think that yeah. I don't, but I can understand like Roy Keane's paid to give an opinion, and his opinion is that be. in in his I've never been paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say you should be. I said Roy Keane shouldn't be. Oh, oh, no, we should be. <laughs> um, no matter how many times I ask Ross, <laughs> some of his reward winners have not been paid. <laughs> um. For quality po- podcasts like this, where you get distracted, <laughs> keep getting distracted. That's um, Like, they have pundits who have different opinions on different things, right? They'll have pundits there who don't believe, who don't agree with man marking or zonal marking or pressing or this sort of thing. And if Roy's, Roy Keane's approach is to have a a more authoritarian approach, I think that. He's there to give his opinion on that. Like, no, he can criticise them as much as he wants. Arteta doesn't have to to all of a sudden have them sort of turn heel and salute every time he walks in a room. Are you I suggesting think just adding should... that context, though, like Rurikin saying that his opinion is, although he doesn't think Arteta asked, like putting it in a context matters. You know, like it's just a weird hill to die on. Yes. <laughs> And if we're calling sort of managers by their nicknames, I mean, what's Pep going to make if Raheem Sterling starts calling him Fraudiola? I mean, it's, you know, you've got to draw the line somewhere, I suppose, but haven't you? calling him Pep to start with is a nickname. Is a nickname, yeah. That's true. That's told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, look... a woman Cav- explaining that one to me. Cavani <laughs> oh. called um, Lugano, when Lugano was the captain, he... Oh, crap, Emma, you have to help me with this one. But he... He, like, used the formal Spanish only for Lugano because he was the captain and he, like, believed that that was more... So he, like, never... I have no idea how to say this in English because there's no formal version. Don't you help. Um, help! Um, <laughs> so, like, he never used, like, two. He always used usted when talking to the captain. So I get it. Like, there should be some sort of nod to that being your boss and your lead. But it's not like they're... But you could do that in ways, I guess, that are not purely linguistic. And I think it it matters what the team culture is. I mean, but it does make me think of an image where sort of like Mikhail Arteta walks into the changing rooms 
and spins the chair around and sits on it backwards. Like, <laughs> just call just call me Mikhail, lads. Don't worry, I'm just one of you. And then they talk about their hair and whether those are actually hair implants, yeah. right? Is that the next part? Uh, gets the guitar out. Gets the guitar out at halftime. Has a little sing along with them. <laughs> Gareth, get the guitar. Um. <laughs> What else we got? Oh, Tony Cascarino has written an article this week in the wake of uh, he's managed to merge two worlds here. Uh, Nobby Stars England World Cup winning captain died earlier on this week, and Mo Salah fell in a penalty uh, at the weekend. Some think rather quickly uh, or too Quite easily. Definitely fell. Um, and <laughs> Tony Cascarino said that Nobby Stars would be sickened to his back teeth at the behaviour of. Mo Salah. That's Tony Cascarino who played for the Republic of Ireland despite having no qualifications to um, and pulled the wool over FIFA's eyes for the best part of 10 years. Um, Pay-per-view is likely to be scrapped in the Premier League after this weekend. Uh, We'll be returning back to the original um, model of uh, the uh, broadcasters sharing the screening. Uh, Ryan Giggs won't be in charge of Wales for the next three internationals after being arrested for an alleged assault on his um, girlfriend. Rob Page will be in charge. What? 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 You not heard this? No. Uh... Well, I don't believe we've got any more to say on the fact of someone who's been arrested on alleged charges. Yeah, I think. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about off pod? <laughs> yep. When they stop recording. Need uh, Sh- you in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday's 12-point deduction has been halved to six after being found guilty uh, previously of breaching financial rules. They're currently bottom um, of the championship on five points, three from safety. And this is pretty mouth-watering. The uh, CAF Champions League final is going to be, for the first time ever, a Cairo derby. Um, uh, Zamalak versus al Uh They both beat um, the... Casablanca teams of um, of Morocco, so actually beat we had Casablanca and Zamalek beat Raya Cas- uh, Casablanca. Either a, a Casablanca derby or a Cairo derby would have been absolutely fantastic to watch at the end of this month. That's on the twenty seventh November. If you want to get ready for that one, Adam. Um, what have we got? I, b- I believe I'm having a, a well, I'm not doing anything. An illegal haircut. I don't know what kind <laughs> of doing this. Are you are you ill and or busy? <laughs> If crowds, you're washing your hair that day, Adam. If crowds are allowed in, it would be a hell of a game to watch. Um, bits and bobs of leagues. So, in Spain, Real Sociedad are top on 17. They're a point behind it's Real Madrid, then Villarreal, then Atletico Madrid. 12th place is Barcelona. Um, they've won one out of five. So, this weekend, Barcelona are playing Betis, Atletico Madrid are playing Cadiz, uh, Real Sociedad are playing Granada, Valencia, Real Madrid, and finally, Getafe, Villarreal. Um, how do you think you're going to get on, Emma? We're gonna lose. <laughs> Who did you draw t- with last weekend? It was t- a team with ten men, wasn't it? Alaves. Alaves. I mean, I would argue that all of the teams have ten men. Just some of them have an eleventh as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Italy, uh, Milan are top on sixteen points. Sassuolo fourteen. Juventus and Atalanta are both on twelve. Uh, so Lazio play Juventus. Um, Milan play Hellas Verona. Atalanta play Inter, and Sassuolo play Udinese. Um, in Germany, it's Der Klassiker this weekend. Uh, both Bayern and Dortmund are on 15 points. Um, this is the home. This is the Westphalian. Um, two points behind Borussia Dortmund on 13 on Leipzig. So they play in Freiburg, hoping to keep the dream alive. And on 12 points, Bayer Leverkusen are playing Borussia Mönchengladbach in fifth. So that's four for fifth. Adam, how do you reckon the the Klassiker is going to get on? Big excited, Um 
it's it's a very important game already, like for for Dortmund because the Bayern team didn't look like they dropped very many points. So, um, um, Dortmund needs to get into the game early because they've been very slow warming up into games, and that's not how they would normally approach playing. You'd want them to approach playing football, and I don't think that not having crowds is helping. So, I think it's going to be a tight, exciting game, um, and. I think that we all hope that it's an important Dortmund victory. Yeah, you want that rather than sort of buying stomping along. Um, in France, PSG are top on 21 points, then it's Lille on 19, then Rennes on 18 points. But there's some decent local derbies this weekend. So Nice are playing Monaco on the south coast. Um, and then it is the Rome derby as well on Sunday evening. Lyon are playing San Etienne, which is always good to watch. Uh, added bonus here that Rudy Garcia, former San Etienne manager, is now managing Lyon. Um, and the Leon Ultras didn't take too kindly to him when he first arrived. Um, so that would be a very good game to watch on your BT Sport, Adam. Uh, right, into the Premier League on Friday night. It is Brighton versus Burnley. Uh, Brighton, zero wins at home. Um, a Burnley win takes them off the bottom of the table, a point behind Brighton. Neil Mokai is... I would argue that it's not even on Friday night. That's on Friday afternoon. What time is it? Five. Uh, it kicks off at 5.30. That is Friday exactly. afternoon. Yeah. I know the clocks have gone back and it's dark, but that's still unacceptable. Do you think they don't have lighting in Brighton? If they don't have lighting, then playing at 5.30 is going to be an issue. That's true. I'm just saying, I was saying it just because it's dark doesn't mean it's, it's necessarily time. Doesn't mean it's necessarily time to play football. No, well, you think that it's, sort of, that it's quite a sort of left-wing green party area. Maybe they're using low-wattage light bulbs. Maybe they have to get there quite quickly after because the solar panel can only hold to the electricity for so long. <laughs> Fair enough. They've got a little hamster going around in a dynamo. Um, that would be animal cruelty. They wouldn't have that. Oh, no, they wouldn't have that. No, they wouldn't. Uh, Neil Mopo is available after his, I think, disciplinary issues. Uh, Lewis Dunk and Sully March are not available. Um, Burnley are unbeaten in four at Brighton, but Brighton have won three out of four in the Premier League on a Friday. So they like Fridays, Jesse. Friday, they like Friday evenings. They like Friday evenings. They don't like Friday But afternoons. does this count as a Friday? Right. Yeah, I don't. This is going to mess up the stats. Yeah. Maybe they'll do terribly for the first half hour. And then when it gets to six o'clock in the evening starts, they'll sort of... And There's... then we'll know. Yeah. There's a Canadian rhythm is going to be all over the place. <laughs> yeah. How are they going to do, Jesse? They're going to win, Chris. Who's they? Right. Yeah? Yeah, because I like them. Okay. And I need good things. You need good Especially things. Especially now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might not if it all goes your way. Yeah, but even if it doesn't go away, no one wants a Burnley victory. That's the no, truth. <laughs> uh, Emma and Adam, what do you reckon? Brighton are going to win. Yeah? I'm not so sure. Well, you're wrong again, aren't you? <laughs> Me? Or Emma? Yeah. Okay. No, you. You're going for a Brighton win, you? You know that we have a quite hard, hard felt anti Burnley opinions. Oh, we do? And... Yeah. And and I'm quite often accidentally on a on a pro Brighton train that's all the rails away from me. Okay, fair enough. So we're all going for Brighton, are we? Except you. Except me. I, I, I'm thinking a draw. Yeah. So you're not going for Brighton. But I'm not going for Burnley. Yeah, well that's true. But <laughs> luckily, there's that little bit in the middle we can go for. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go for that. Uh, Southampton versus Newcastle, the Alan Shearer derby. Um, Saints go top temporarily with a win. 
What's that face for? Good for them. But it's just I've got nothing to say about either of these teams after, you know? what they, after the last two weeks. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow, good, that's a good point. Good for them, Sinema. Why good, why good for them? Because they're nice and adorable. And they might not win this one because Danny Ings is injured for a long time, right? Yeah, he's, he's out for like six four weeks. to six weeks. Yeah, Ryan Bertrand yeah, and Jan Bednick are out as well. But Newcastle United have put together a... a um, a form of football that made me fall asleep watching an Everton game. That's how bad they are. Me angry. Callum <laughs> Wilson scored six in seven for Newcastle. Barely though, has he? Like cause... Mr. <laughs> Mr. Rabbit Cage is a good manager, though. Um... He is. He is very good. Um... <sighs> Apart think... from when he gets absolutely smashed by 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 Leicester or Spurs or. Yeah, no, I understand. I think um, I find it. A he's little... really, he's really good. Apart from all those times, he's terrible. I find no, I find it very hard because we talked about but Newcastle. That makes more relatable. We talked about Newcastle before in this pod, and we said, you know, what do they fans expect with their small sort of, with the squad that they've got? But I think they've got a decent squad this season. I think the fans should be expecting. The fans should. It's not out of the ordinary for the fans to want something a little bit more exciting, is it? Well, they should, because I watched them play Everton at the weekend, and I don't know what that was, but it wasn't football. Oh, you're an Everton fan now, aren't you? Of a <laughs> not, not after we played five central midfielders, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-tick attacker. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, that's very much will be the pro-tick attacker approach. We, just, had... didn't quite, we just didn't quite execute it in the same <laughs> way. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, okay. I uh, I think Southampton have got this one. Although Newcastle do have the tendency to throw in the odd weird sort of positive result, don't they? I think Not Southampton. Enough. Yes, but yes, as evidenced by last weekend. Yeah. But, <laughs> so they've had their one. Okay, fair enough. And this is going to be them losing to Southampton. All right, Jesse. Yeah, I'm giving this one to Southampton. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Saturday, 12.30, BT Sport, Adam Scott Allen, Everton versus Manchester United in the Phil Neville derby. Everton have lost their last two. Or the yeah. Tim Howard derby. Or the Tim Howard derby. Or Morgan Schneiderlin. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, Tom the Cleverley. Wayne Rooney derby. Yeah, Tom Cleverley. Tom Cleverley, yeah. It's Darren, almost like Darren it Gibson. <laughs> Darren Gibson. <laughs> Darren Gibson, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Anybody else? Um... Well, we're only thinking of them going one way. Mark the, Hughes. The Romelu Lukaku derby. Mark Hughes. The um, Peter Marouane Beardsley. Fellaini, Marouane Fellaini derby. Yeah. Oh, what a gem. Peter Beardsley. Sure. Um, the Michael Keane derby. Yeah. Is that it? This is quite actually quite a lot, isn't it? <laughs> it is, isn't it? I shouldn't have gone for the obvious. I should have thought about it. <laughs> um, yeah, you've lost your last two. Yeah, I know. So, what happened to that star? What's going on? Have you ever heard the story of chicken licking? <laughs> yeah, the sky's falling. The sky is falling. So, is, is this my point last week I made to you about all your thuggish players? Is, is sort of the chickens are coming home to roost on that? Um, it is a... No, because the biggest problem is the injured player, not the thuggish player. Oh, okay. Is Richarlison back after his suspension? No. He has one more game suspended. Luca Dinia's back because his suspension was reduced to three games. Jordan Pickford um, in goal? Well, sorry, his his suspension was reduced to one game. Jordan Pickford should play. Not convinced as to why he didn't play in the 
Newcastle game an odd not necessarily an odd decision but given uh, odd man management around it where Angelotti came out before the game and said that he's being rested and Pickford will be back in the next game meaning that no matter what Olsen did in the new in the Newcastle game was painted irrelevant immediately and he sort of uh, backed himself into a corner I think that a good manager there would say right we've had to rest him I expect him to be back next game but this is an opportunity and to if Olsen stakes a claim Olsen stakes a claim because we've all there's always there's been many a, a story through the history of sport where a player gets injured another player comes in and that injured player never gets back in their position that's true. Uh, Manchester United are in the bottom half, but they can win their seventh straight away Premier League game, which is something they've not done since April 1993, which is a bit of a weird sort of yin and yang, isn't it? Um, and they've won 16 in the Premier League at Goodison Park. That's their joint most successful away ground, Emma. Is it? Mm. What's What's the other one? Villa Park. Ah. So is it their most successful by wins or points scored or average points because they've obviously played at Goodison Park more than any other away grounds. Why are you asking him questions you know he doesn't know the answer to? (laughs) I ask the questions around here, not you. (laughs) Manchester United are not a good team though, are they? Dross, badly managed, terrible. Mm -hmm. Give him a five-year contract, keep him there. So they're definitely going to win, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> the sky is going back. <laughs> wow. Ancelotti is up there with some scaffolding, hammering it back in place. Is 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 Hammers fit? But um, you're my sort of you're my source on all Hammers injury uh, news. Um, so. I will try and find out. Go on, Jesse. You tell me what you think of this game while they're googling. Um, sorry, I took a dive into. I got an alert on a on a. Um presidential election an update no so, and you learned nothing did you you didn't learn anything from it a candidate a, a congressional no it's a congressional one that they might call uh, okay. they might. Oh, i'm sorry is this one at least alive this one is alive i know what it what it <laughs> <laughs> what a difference for us over here <laughs> oh god fabulous uh Everton, manchester united Actually. what do you think ever uh jesse sorry Everton, well, am I really going to not say Everton after I got into Adam over Sondheim? Um, plus, they haven't played Palestra yet, so I have a personal grudge against them. Let's give this one to Everton. Okay. Wow, somebody should hire me to do stats. I have such great reasons for picking my team. <laughs> Adam, Adam? So, Hammers is expected to be back. Luca Dinia comes back. Richarlison's still missing. Seamus Coleman looks like he'll probably be missing. But Yerimina's um, fine, right? Yerimina's, if anything, Yerimina is, is too fit, if anything. <laughs> um, but Manchester United are just terrible. Just absolutely terrible. But they can't pull off a... they're going to win. Exactly. It's only a week ago since they beat um, Leipzig 5-0. Yeah, but, see, but you're now... You're, you're talking my language again because that means that they've played a week ago then they've played three games in that time when Everton, all Everton have done is lose terribly to Newcastle so you'll we're be, fresh you're fresher to lose 
Fair enough. Uh, okay, right. Uh, three o'clock. I think it's the only three o'clock game on Saturday is Crystal Palace versus Leeds with a Sean Derry derby. Uh, Crystal Palace have not won at home since the opening weekend. Um, Leeds have won there. Uh, they've won back-to-back games away. Um, Crystal Palace's conversion rate of 14% is their best in the Premier League since 1997-98. But that doesn't sound a very high number. What, 14% of shots? Yes. 14% of shots on target? Yes. They're not the same. <laughs> Hang on, 14 what? <laughs> Was it 14% of shots or 14% of shots on target? That's the same thing, isn't it? No, because shots can be not on target. What, and still go in? No, but if you're taking all of the shots... Well, if I have 100 shots, yeah. okay, and 14 of them go in, yeah. but 50 of them miss the... T- target i've got yeah yeah but if i have to have 100 shots on target for 14 of them to go in okay. then i'd need to have like 500 shots to, to get the same number of goals from what i remember it said conversion rate so i'm guessing that includes shots on and off target guessing though aren't you aren't we all <laughs> it doesn't it seem does a very that... high number no it doesn't sound that high no um which is what i could have just said yeah but I chose not to. <laughs> um, Patrick Bamford has scored five in three away Premier League games ever. He's uh, a man on fire, isn't he? Yes. Ex- yes, he is. He is, quite literally almost. Um, not good enough for the Championship, too good for the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you reckon this one's going to go, Jesse? Um, you know, one team that I wasn't paying attention to is going to beat the other team who I also wasn't paying attention to. Brilliant. So I agree with Emma. Excellent. Uh, Chelsea versus Sheffield United in the Vinnie Jones derby, half past five on Sky on Saturday. Chelsea beaten in five in the Premier League. Um, and Edward Mendy's had a good start. He could be the fourth Premier League goalkeeper to keep clean sheets in his first four Premier League games after Alex Manninger, um, Pepe Reina and Anders Lingergaard. Um, and... Timo Werner has got three goals and one assist in his last three Premier League games. So he's finally sort of uh, coming up to speed, isn't he, Jesse? Yes. Yes, Chris. I love when you just lead the witness. It's really, really helpful. I wait to see well, who's your I, I, I wasn't asked on the last one, Jesse, so I'm going to Oh, you're not? Leeds Sorry. Leeds will win. Sorry, that's your last one. What about this one? Oh, Adam I'm Scott so Allen. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting for Ross to text me, like, get off the podcast and never come back. Uh, Adam Scott Allen, what do you reckon? Wow, I've got a full name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my mum doesn't even do that when I'm in trouble because it's not her <laughs> so she doesn't... It's too long. <laughs> She's not interested. Um, well, this is a prime example of Chelsea that are going to full-on flat-track bully a bad team. Yeah. Um Emma Garcia, Sheffield United are just one of four. That's not my full name, but thank you. Emma Gabriel Garcia, Sheffield United are just, one... <laughs> are just one of four. Has everyone got to do a name more or less on this? I do, but only if you're going the full. El Lotios. Well, what do you mean? Yes, that is it. If. Come on, Jesse. Join <laughs> the team. Yeah. One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> we can call you Cosmo. <laughs> Sheffield United is one of four clubs to have uh, to win more Premier League games versus Chelsea than have lost. Uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Oldham are the others. Uh, Emma, so Sheffield United are going to pull this off? What? 
Will Sheffield United win this game? Oh, um, no, they absolutely won't. Who Who is it who's got coronavirus? Huh? Oh, Pulisic has got it, hasn't he? You know what? No, no, it's Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz. sorry. Oh, yeah. he's got it. He's um, got it. Isn't that a huge loss, is it? Because he's not... He's... Really? <laughs> it's, it's hardly tearing the world up. But Chelsea have started keeping clean sheets now. Yeah. This is a very interesting development for them. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Kepa might have been the problem. Yeah, what? but they're facing Billy Sharp this weekend. They're going to keep another clean sheet. <laughs> Fair enough. My, uh, my question is, who have they kept those clean sheets against, though? Why do you have a look? I'll go on to West Ham versus Fulham. Don't use the Why don't you have the notes, Chris? Your notes should tell us this. They've kept a clean sheet against who? Against Wren, against Burnley, against <laughs> Krasnodar, and Manchester United. The contempt in which he said those first three teams. Wren, <laughs> Burnley, Ren. Krasnodar. <laughs> and then yeah, Sevilla, but... admittedly against Sevilla. But... but look into your heart. You know you will find... that Keppel would have thrown the ball into his own net. In... Okay, oh, granted. But, but I also watched that dross that passed for a football game called Manchester United versus Chelsea. And, Kep and um, Mendy nearly passed the ball into his own net. <laughs> but did he? <laughs> True, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> By sheer incompetence, he managed to not pass the ball into his own net. <laughs> Uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday night is West Ham versus Fulham. Does anyone want to talk about this? No. No. No, no, move it on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. Apart from the fact that just the mighty West Ham are just going to steamroll all, all over this Fulham team and continue their march up the table, aren't they? Fulham well, they lost... did win the other day, though, didn't they? They beat West Brom, but they lost their last 12 London derbies. Are you telling me they haven't turned the corner and now are on a roll? No. Uh, Beating... Eating West Brom is not considered, generally considered turning the corner. <laughs> I'm trying to help them out here. <laughs> Sunday at 12 o'clock noon, uh, Jesse, look into your heart and you will find there's nothing left to have because it's West Brom versus Spurs in the Garth Crooks derby. Oh, wow, that was that was quite a setup. Yeah. Oh, uh, great. Spurs have won their last three away in the Premier League. Um, Harry Kane, 14, and Sun with 10. Are the only players to reach 10-plus goal involvement so far this season? So, um, this has got Spurs written all over it, isn't it? It's a gimme. It is. Are they going to gimme it? I think they might. Do you see what I did? I, don't, I, I just <laughs> lobbed it right back at you. <laughs> I think they might give you it. <laughs> give you it. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to say that the most important Spurs news at the moment is that sort of... The world is turning on its axis. It's like, there's big things are changing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hopefully, big things are changing for you, Jesse. But yep. more import- importantly, the most sort of the most important thing you have to, is much must see Instagramming right now is Jose Mourinho's Instagram account. This is his Don't his post me. from today. Just just, just there, just couch. hanging out just on, a couch, on a couch, eating some mango. Oh yeah, where he's tweeted. When you win, but you don't play especially well, and then tagged Ludogorets in it. What? <laughs> oh my god, that might he be is a special like kind of. Bad his, bad his, Instagram, his, his Instagram has changed the changed the game for me because 
he he knows what he's doing with those 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 candid photos and i can't get enough of them <laughs> oh i didn't know he had an instagram and i'm like mad at you that you're gonna make me go on instagram now no no because you shouldn't be mad at me because you're not gonna be disappointed um oh damn it jesse if you had a choice between looking at jose Mourinho's instagram and andy robertson and trent alexander arnold's <laughs> instagram no <laughs> no um, here he is after Luke, when you lost last week's um, Europa League game. That looks like a baby scam. I can't see. I think just. What's that? I think I thought it was a cat. It's a baby scam. <laughs> you not see it? Oh, okay. it's, it's basically him sat on the front seat of the coach with his mask on, looking slightly miserable, but only with the eyes, and it it's just says. Bad performances deserve bad results. Hope everyone in the bus. Hope everyone in the bus is up is upset as I am. The bus appears to be empty. Tomorrow, eleven a.m. Training. Oh my god! Imagine if that's how he announced it, and no one else follows him, and they just didn't turn up. Also, front seat is a dashboard basher. Oh. And then the game you before know that, that's his halftime. And then the game before too. that, here he is eating some popcorn. On the on the front seat of the plane, <laughs> just um, oh right Sunday at two o'clock on Sky. It's Leicester versus Wolves in the Mark McGee Judas derby. Um, Wolves winless in ten at Leicester. Jamie Vardy's got seven goals in six games so far, um, and Leicester's seventeen goals is the second most scored in the Premier League. Uh, and Wolves have got ten points from their last four. Emma, what do you reckon to this one? I really like Wolves. That is forever a thing. But Leicester are quite good, aren't they? Do you like Leicester? No, not no. particularly. No? That was a resounding no as well, wasn't Brendan... it? I don't this like is... Brendan Rodgers, and I don't know what it is about him, but there's something... It's that innate smugness that's always on his face that I just can't... I can't uh, Emma, you it. know how I got you to finally watch the first two episodes of the UK office? Uh-huh. You know how you didn't really warm to liking David Brent at any point at this point, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's why you don't like Brendan Rogers. Ah, that's it. <laughs> oh wow, that's actually really good. Uh, okay, quick one. What do we think? A quick one word answer, Adam. Who? What, what's the result going to be here? Oh yikes! Um... <sighs> you should leave it at that. That's your word. Yikes! yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what's your word? Oh, that's your oh. word, uh, Emma. What's your word? Pain. Pain. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the big game of the day, or probably the weekend, is Manchester City versus Liverpool. Half past four on Sky. Um, a third consecutive win would take Liverpool eight points clear of City. Uh, although uh, Manchester City have won their last three home games versus Liverpool with an aggregate score of eleven-one. And no Virgil van Dijk. That could be like 22-1 or something at the end. Oh, wow. Devastating. But no Sergio Aguero. Ah, right. Okay. It's like 18-1 then. <laughs> There's still one Kevin De Bruyne though, right? There is. Oh. I, I don't believe they've perfected the, the cloning of him yet. But, well. So, <laughs> those, those, tri- those trials have been large. You don't actually know if that Kevin De Bruyne is not actually a clone. You don't know. Yeah, but that Kevin De Bruyne has got to come up against Jordan Henderson. So 4 0 Manchester City. Jordan Henderson is what I would describe as an unsuccessful attempt at cloning. I was trying to think of a player to use as an example of an unsuccessful attempt at cloning. cloning, And then you gave me one. 
they I mean, just he, released he, it out to the world because they felt bad for it. They were like, I mean, oh. he looks like a footballer, but he runs a little bit funny and he doesn't score goals or do any of the assists that De Bruyne does. But uh, he's won a Champions League. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> a lot of bad players have won Champions Leagues. Oh. Mainly playing for Liverpool as well. What? Didn't Jimmy Traore win a Champions there League? There he is. Jimmy Traore <laughs> has won a Champions League. Sergio Roberto won a Champions League. He's won three. Well, exactly. It's a team sport, I mean, isn't it? I hope we're all still going on his Instagram uh... account because here he is just reading <laughs> Is he just eating snack foods? Uh, he's reading a book here, but the, in the other ones, he is just eating snack foods, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to follow him. I never thought that I'd see the day. Uh, yeah, as of today, I started following him. I'm going to do it too. I'm really mad. <laughs> so how do we think this one's going to go then? Oh, sorry, I'm still thinking about football. Jose Sorry, football. I can't, I can't oh, even remember um, which teams are playing in this Manchester City, Liverpool. Oh, wow. We managed to get to the prestige game. I've derailed it. <laughs> I think Manchester City will win. But yeah. I do think Liverpool will score because Manchester City are horrible defensively. All right, Jesse. God. Um... Yeah, I think Man City will win. I think it'll be annoying because Liverpool will go up and then lose the lead. And nobody will be satisfied. Adam, make me happy because these two are saying that um, Liverpool are going to lose. Oh, sorry. And I'm the... I'm the <laughs> <laughs> You're my last hope. <laughs> Help me, everyone. Help me, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just. I, I'm all I'm thinking about Emma is the is the is the is the jinx. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. That's it. Now what are you gonna do? Oh no. Call a draw. It's not worth it. Don't don't compromise yourself in that way. <laughs> no, if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go down in flames. Just like Jesse rather... James. Go down with your integrity, Adam. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Man City are going to win. All right. Last game of the weekend, quarter past seven on Sunday night, Paul Merson derby, Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Um, Arsenal's last game at the Emirates was a 1-0 loss to Leicester City, but that's their first home loss in 2020. Um, Um, If we want to be technical about it, Arsenal's last game at the Emirates is the one that they're playing right now. (laughs) (laughs) In the Premier League. (laughs) Um, Okay. So that would be required being technical then, Chris. (laughs) Or factual. Uh, yeah, well, you I've, didn't add the word Premier League. I've got my alternative facts. Uh, Aubameyang has scored 62.5% of all his Arsenal goals on a Sunday. Jesse, but this his is... conversion rate is only 12%. <laughs> um, Jack Greenish has got eight uh, goal involvements this season in the Premier League. Um, I, I would also argue, sorry, just quickly, that scoring all those goals on a Sunday is, is the prime example of someone who plays a lot of Europa League football. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Aston Villa haven't conceded away this season, Jesse. God, they're going to do it, aren't they? They might do it, Chris. There you go. Emma, might they do it? Do what? Concede. Win. <laughs> Win. They might concede. They might take Georgia. Well, they'll bring it back after 10 minutes. Hey, I just saw the re- the, the newest numbers. It, it might happen. Um, <laughs> take it back. Oh, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, talk about the election and say nothing can go wrong now. Dog. <laughs> There's you, far too much writing on this for everyone. Literally, like I'm pacing. Penny. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Go on, Jesse. Deep breath. <laughs> Chest out, shoulders back. 
I agree. Somebody needs to like throw salt and spit. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, okay, how do you reckon the Villa game is going to go, Jesse? I don't care. All right, excellent, Adam. <laughs> Emma. Um... <laughs> I just love how honest that was. I don't care. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Like this is. I this love is... you so much. <laughs> Arsenal, uh, Jesse, Jesse's well into, to, into watching it. It's, it's time for Red Zone at that point and see if there are any more batteries being thrown by. Exactly, yeah. we got to get to Philly. <laughs> no. Go, go, go Greece. No. It's bye week for Philly. Oh, no, Jesse. Philadelphia on a bye week. What are you going to do? They're free to roam the streets. <laughs> means, that means they don't have to grease the telephone poles. <laughs> Is bye week what I'm thinking it might be? Yes, Chris. I don't know. Anyway, football. We were talking about football in a way. Okay. Arsenal, Aston Villa, Adam. What do you reckon? Uh, <clears throat> Villa's going to win. Just Villa. Just that's. Villa. Uh, I think Arsenal are starting to get that to that stage now where I keep saying I'm not going to back them because they're going to Arsenal it up and they keep not doing it. Yeah, so. they're your local team. They've reached that stage where no, this is the same. This is sort of the the inverse of the Brighton train, where I get off the Brighton train and then they start doing well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm now going to get on to the Arsenal train and derail it completely. So I think Arsenal will win. All right, Emma. I think Arsenal are going to win. The Arsenaling will happen, sure, but against a much worse team than Aston Villa. Okay, fair enough. Right, uh, that brings us to the end of our Premier League roundup. Anyone got any other business before we go? I mean, nothing else is really happening in the world, so... No? Yeah, nothing important. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, right, we are Man on the Post. You can find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Man on the Post. You can find us on Facebook as well at Man on the Post. Then give us a like on there. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can subscribe on iTunes, Acast, Stitcher, or Spotify, and all our new podcasts will fall automatically into your inbox. Um... Dave, Ali, possibly Ross and Simon will be back on Sunday to review the games that we've already been previewing and I think there might be a championship manager on the post or champ man on the post coming out soon as well. If you'd like me here, you can give us a review and we will love you forever for giving us a five-star review. Uh, Jesse Loesch, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? They go to Twitter and they go to at Jesse Loesch. How do they go to have to go to the search button? So you go to, um, I think, do you have to put HTTP? At this yeah. point now, or do you start with www? HTTPS. Two, two da- and the colon, and the two slashes, and www, which, which is World Wide Web. Web. Right, and then you have to put a period, so it's a dot, yeah. and then Twitter, and then yeah. another dot, and then com, which is C-O-M, and then you press enter, and that will take you to the site, which is Twitter, and that's when you put in our names, which are actually called handles, username so you have to put an at first to search <laughs> Adam so once, once they've done all that Adam what, what handle do they put in for you Adam I say 101 uh, Emma they can't follow you can they no but they should absolutely follow at Jose Mourinho on Instagram <laughs> fair enough they should right guys thank you ever so much for joining us thank, You're welcome. thank you thank you right and always remember to keep your man on the post